Yo, what's good? Welcome to Countercurrents. This is Petey Steele. And your co-host, Elena Torres. And today we have a hilarious guest. You've probably heard him on his podcast, Advice from a fuck boy, and we just watched him give a ton of advice. I have a ton of questions. Please welcome the very funny Clint Coley. What's up, yo? How y'all doing, Leo? I feel like every time you introduce me, I feel like there should be a round of applause or something. So. Right, right. It's kind of... It, it, I'll just snap my fingers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. There you go. That's what I do when people think I'm a sorority girl. <laughs> That's funny. But I'm like, you got to have every pitch, you know what I'm I saying? I can't just yeah, have the right. palms. Absolutely right. I, so I actually have no questions about being a fuckboy. It's, <laughs> it's what I do best. I'm surprised you haven't hired me yet. But uh, <laughs> what are some of your central tenets of fuckboyism for the wait, rest wait, of the Wait, wait, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, go yeah, ahead yeah, with no, your no, questions. No, no. You ask, you, I, well, we women just have, have a lot. deeper questions. See, yeah. Like, yeah. Women have like, like, what year did you become and what day, what time and what, you know, uh, so basically, the whole title of Advice for a Fuckboy comes from the fact is I feel like every guy in his life has been a fuckboy at one point. So I'm okay. not currently one. I'm that was that was my question. Okay. So what it is is... So I've, maybe I should hire I've, you. I've been one, <laughs> you know, for throughout my 20s. And then you get older sure. and you grow up and then you're like, all right. Because like, so a fuckboy essentially is a guy who lies to women uh-huh. to get yeah. what he wants. So yeah. at this point, me, I don't lie to women to get yeah. what I want. That's real. Okay, never mind. I had a different definition going in my mind. What was your definition? My definition was just one who flakes out. Like, I have abandonment issues. So if Fuck like, boys be flaking. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but I think a but lot this of- was only after I got laid. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she hit me up after the fact and wants something more. And right. I'd be like, uh, nah. You ghosted, as right. it were. So yeah. ghosting is, di- but but also if you're ghosting, that means you're lying, because yeah. like you probably told That's her things point. that 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 you wanted it to be first, and then you lied, and now you're 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 considered a fuckboy because you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Right. That's so, word. So it seems like you have a very in-depth understanding of the fuckboy. So mm. I'm married now, but I have I dealt with many a fuckboy. So nice ring you have on your Thank finger. you very much. He, he was not a fuckboy by the time he gave me this. No, anyway. absolutely not. But anyway, <laughs> so you have, you're talking about a fuckboy is a guy who lies to women, right? And I found to get what they want. But I have a question with that because having dealt with many a fuckboy, like you could tell when they're lying to you, but sometimes I felt like the lies were just so pointless, right? Like when you're like, what are you doing? And the guy will be like, I'm getting a smoothie, but really he's at the gym. Like what? Like you know what I mean? Like because weird lies like that. We're gonna lie to you because because if we say you're getting a smoothie, then you're gonna ask us like, well, can you get me a smoothie? Or then you're gonna or or if we say we're at the gym, right? Let's say we're really getting a smoothie. We're getting a smoothie, but we're really at the gym, right? Okay. If we tell you that we're really at the gym, let's just say there's a girl that goes to that gym that you don't like. Now you're gonna say. Yo, is that bitch going to be there? And I'm like, yo, I don't want to. Guys want to avoid that argument. So instead of saying that we're at the gym, we're going to say, yo, let me get that. I'm I'm getting a smoothie. So basically it's like high levels of paranoia, like just avoiding A lot of men lie. We lie to women because we don't want want an argument. That's really, most of the time, that's what it is. Either we don't want an argument or we don't want a lot of questions. Yup. That's what my uncle used to say. Say, what do you want for Christmas? Is that peace and quiet? Yeah, like yeah. I don't. I'm not That's like it. when I lie. To, if I lie to a woman, I, men we will never like. I mean, look, I don't lie to women to get what I want. I just lie to women. 
Okay. You are you you lie to him and you you still do? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your husband okay. lies to you. Like it's just no, he doesn't. Yes, the fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, he does. Like it's just, okay. You ever seen uh, what movie was that? Uh, you ever seen um, was it? I think it was This Is Forty with Paul. Yeah, Rudd. yeah, 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 right, yeah. So he lied to his girl and said he was out doing something with bands and really what he was no no was it this is 40 no it wasn't it was uh it was knocked up so he lied paul rudd lied and said hey i'm going out with the guys do some band shit blah blah Mm -hmm. blah really what he was doing was he he was having a fantasy baseball draft and right his girl got so mad like why could he's like i just couldn't tell you that i didn't want to be with you and the kids i just needed some personal alone time right and and it wasn't like he was doing something crazy. He was literally doing nerd shit. But the fact of the matter is, women would be like, "Oh, you didn't have to lie. We can't be honest with y'all." I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true <laughs> because I think I think a lot of the time the lying comes from a place like if a guy's not making a girl feel in general mm-hmm. seen, right? right? Like I feel like it. I don't know. I'm using my own marriage as an example, but right. like. My husband always says that I'm like very chill because I don't care when he's going out and doing stuff with his friends. I also do comedy every night. So it also would be very hypocritical of me to be like, I can't believe you're out tonight. How many men are are married to a comedian? Not very many. But the thing is, but but (laughs) I know. She's a unicorn. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just saying, but it mostly comes from a deeper point, which is like he makes makes me feel very seen and loved all the time. So I know that like, if he needs to go out, I mean, people need to go out with their friends. So if he knows he needs to go out with his friends, like right. I know that. So I feel like maybe it comes from a lot of guys aren't making girls feel seen enough in relationships. Does that make sense? Right. I, I think there's that, but it's also the the idea of not trying to have like guys. I hate questions. Mm-hmm. I hate questions. Like yeah. we talked about it on the podcast today. Like a chick we you're dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. Or a guy wrote in about, he wrote in to ask Clint, he says, yo, man, I'm having condom sex with my wife, blah, blah, blah. The female co-host wanted to know, well, when did they start having sex? And what time is this? What's that? And I'm like, I, I don't like being, but most men don't like being bombarded with yeah. questions. Like, yeah. but girls were just in the details Y'all all the like, time. Yeah, and it's not, it's not, it's not personal. Right. And it's not like you think that we're lying. It's just, you just want to know, well, like, like, there's a, Interesting scene in Top 5 with Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. He's in the car with Rosario Dawson, and they're talking. To, he's talking about, yo, what was your craziest gig? And Chris Rock says, Houston. So he's talking about how like he was in Houston, and he got set up by a promoter, and blah, 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 right. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then she says to him, she says, well, what did the room smell like? And he's like, the fuck does that have to eat? Like, You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But mm-hmm. she wanted to know because it was important to her. Right. We just lie because we don't feel like going into details. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. Yeah, it's maybe like understanding that men just don't go so into detail like we do. We don't give don't a care. fuck as much. We yeah, don't, yeah, exactly. We don't. Yeah, that's just the bottom line. I don't. I don't care. So, are you in a relationship right now? N- no. Nah. Whoa, that was a doubt for a second. No, well, because I got somebody special, but I'm not <laughs> okay. Not, but it's not a relationship. It's not a relationship. Yeah. Nah. Okay, and when you when you're in when you're in a relationship. Because you have all this advice and stuff that you're getting. What do you do to practice those things to avoid the questions and all this stuff that you're talking about? What, do you, what, what are you asking them? Like, like, how do you not lie to the girl that you're with right now? Oh, I don't, because I don't have to lie. Because we're not together, so there's nothing to lie about. Now, the only thing that I don't tell the truth with, I, like, like a girl will know I'm sleeping with other women. 
but I'm okay. not going to be like she'd be like, well, who is? She? I, I'm not going to flaunt her and flaunt another chick in in in, in her face. Mm. Okay. So that's a secret. So it's like who I'm fucking is is anonymous. So is that? So <laughs> here's me, the girl going into the details. Yeah, right. Right. So you have someone special now, but right. it's more of an open scenario, and she knows that, and she's cool with that. Yeah. And yeah. she, you just a don't ask questions. But it's, what if, and none of you wants more ever? Well, I do. It's just, I'm not ready for more right now. My life is complicated. Okay. You know, but I think that for me, um, I don't, like I said, I'm not, it's not that I'm lying. It's the fact that I don't, I don't, I don't need to give all the details. That's right. Like, it's just, right. omit, like, like, I'm a busy like there's man. some people, there's some women who are like brutally honest or yeah. too honest. Right. Like, hey, Hey babe, today a guy he tried to kiss me and I told him no because I'm married. And I'm like, bitch, you, like if a girl tell me that, I feel like you cheating. Yeah, that's just unnecessary. Like you don't like like you're you're a good looking lady. You know what I'm saying? You're Thank a good you. Woman. You don't have to like how often do you get hit on? Like honestly, in a week. Uh, honestly, it depends on whether or not I'm wearing a ring or not. Okay, you're not yeah. wearing a ring. So when I'm not wearing a ring, I'll probably get hit on. I mean, at least a few times a week. Yeah, if I'm like at home. You didn't get hit on a few no. times this week. I didn't get hit on a few times this week. You didn't get hit on a few times this week. <laughs> and I'm talking about my boy. But but at the end of the day, you know, you know, but you're not gonna go home and tell your husband every guy to try to hit on you. No. That Why would be it? stupid. Why? Doesn't that matter. would just well, cause You was telling me before no the podcast that wouldn't work anyway. He don't be getting yeah, jealous, Yeah, that's the other right? thing. I was, t- I was telling Petey before this. My husband is also like weirdly not jealous. Like to a point that sometimes I get mad that he's not jealous enough. But he, he trusts me too much sometimes. Right. Mm. Right. But yeah, I would never. Why bring that? Because that's like, well, if you, I think also if you're bringing, if you're telling a guy that it's because you want attention. I feel I like think if it's a girl that, is think, like yeah, and I'm thinking it's too much sharing though, and that's my thing. It's maybe like, so. It, we don't have to do all of that, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? Maybe so. We don't have to share all that. Like it's not that. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And that's what pisses me off sometimes about, you know, you know, not women. I'm not. I'm not going to, you know, categorize everybody, but like that's yeah. what pisses me off about people who try to or who get who say this and that and this and that you know and talk about lying when it's like yo you don't have some things you just don't have to say that's true some things are just better left unsaid that's true mm-hmm. that's yeah. my opinion i yeah. agree i agree too and so how so you're a comedian first i'm a stand-up first you're yeah. a stand-up first yeah and so when did you start doing comedy uh, i started like i'm 12 years in now all right oh wow where yeah. did you start in philly uh, at the laugh house in philadelphia back in 2007 uh, it was a dare, not a dare. It was this chick. I was trying to impress her. She liked, she didn't like me, but she liked a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. She thought he was funny. He said he was going to go to the laugh house and do jokes. I said, well, I'm going to go too. And here we are. Mm-hmm. He never tried. He never did any, he never did comedy a day in his life. And were most of your comedy, were, was most of your jokes like about relationships and stuff? Or was this something that sort of grew uh, later? It kind of grew with, with time and stuff right. like that. But at first, Cause I started at 19. So like, oh, wow. I don't, you don't know shit at 19. No, you, no, don't. you, don't, you don't know shit at 19. <laughs> you don't know shit at 19. You don't, I don't know. I'm 32 now. And I don't know shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but then I'm, you think you do know things. But you know yeah. a little more than you did at 19. Oh, That's yeah. That's for sure. You know Most I mean? 19. Doubt. So I started when I was 19. I didn't really hit my stride as a, like, not stride, but like, I didn't really become comfortable until I was like maybe 28. Right. It took a while. Nine years right. for you could get up there. And, and at that point. Well, no, no. It took nine years. Like, first of all, they tell you it takes like 10 years. Like, as a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. let's, let's really be, like, they tell you, you know, I never forget, I got great advice from Seinfeld, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, you know, he's like, how long you been doing it? And I said at the time, I was like, five years. And he was like, 
what does a like think about a five year old child? Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like think of a five year old yeah. child. Like you know, there every once in a while there's a five year old prodigy right. who can you know, i.e. Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But then there's the kid who who has to, you got to work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's most Which is of most us. kids. The average yes. five year old is not is not. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. So I say, uh, yeah. So right around like, cause but it was more so like I had to go through life. So I'm 20. Yeah. I'm 19. I don't. Nothing really happened to me yet. Then I yeah. turned 27, 28, 20. You know, tw- and then. I was broke, then I was living on my own. Like, like mm. life happened, and that's mm-hmm. when I got better as a comedian. Mm-hmm. I mm. think. So the struggle made you like way I, better. I, you I think? I would say it was a struggle. I just think that living life, so it doesn't have to necessarily be bad things. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was great things. You know, I I was in a successful relationship. I was. I, I am touring with one of the greatest comedians to ever do it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But in that life happens. You know what right, I'm saying? right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I agree with that because I I didn't start doing comedy until I turned thirty. Right, which and is, I, I encourage that. See, yeah. see, sometimes I get too. mad at myself because I wish, because I look back and I'm like, wow, I wish I would have had my, more years into comedy and done, right. but I don't think I would have been as funny No, because I wouldn't have had the same understanding of life and also other people because you have to have some understanding yeah. of right. your audience. I had more audience. of a voice coming in at 30 than yeah. if I'd have started, started When I yeah. started at 19, only thing I talked about was pussy and right. dick mm-hmm. and that's because that's all I know. You know right. what I'm saying? But I will say, starting at 19, like to your point, uh, was dope for me just because I was able to get the repetition under my belt. That's right. So I was able to take my lumps early. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got mm-hmm. food early. And then, you know, just practice, man. Like, I, I had, to, I really worked at, really worked hard at being a comedian. Mm-hmm. And at what point, how many years in did you, you, you live in L.A. now, right? Yes. So at what point did you leave Philly? Uh, I've left Philly move? actually very early. Like, okay. I left Philly. I was, I started at 19. Right before my twenty, like a couple months before my twentieth birthday. Mm-hmm. By the time, so that was two thousand seven, two thousand ten. I moved to New York. And oh, you went to New York first, and okay. then two thousand eleven, I moved to L.A. Okay. Because wow. and how was? I mean, we ask a lot of New York comics that come up. Like, how was that come up in New York? Because you have to do so many. I hate the comedy tough, scene in New York. Yeah, you have to do so many. <laughs> I have tough a love months. hate relationship with the comedy scene in New York. I like the comedy scene in New York because the because com- because the comedy scene in New York is so diverse and you can get up eight nine times in a night and you can right. try out your joke the problem is though you're not tr- it's not a quality eight times that's right so mm-hmm. you got to think about it i'm performing in front of and five of those mics i'm performing in front of a bunch of comics for yeah. two minutes for th- three minutes yeah, yeah. it's like you, comics don't laugh at other comics not Ooh. really unless no. it's funny funny <laughs> and then b it's like y'all so we so fucking hypocritical and i mean not hypocritical but so we're so judgmental and we're like oh this guy's on there doing this and blah 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 yeah, yeah it's an audience of people that hate you yeah, they want so you to do badly fuck out of here man so there's that also i don't like new york comic uh, i don't like the comics in new york because new york people new york comedians are p- comedy purists yes so like they hate online guys yeah. they hate guys who can't who, who you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's just like yo who approach like, it from any sort of different angle right yeah. comedy is comedy yo yeah mm-hmm. comedy is fun comedy is you know what i'm saying like like, like why i gotta be it can't it, it's there's no there's just like there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. there's no sure. wrong way to do comedy do it however you want to do it do you feel the climate in comedy overall in the u.s has gotten um more so 
you know, like you don't have to be as purist? Do you do feel like it's become more purist, or is that strictly just always a New York thing? I mean, like people get on with Vine or with YouTube yeah, or yeah. whatever this or that. Do you feel that that's expanded, or do you feel that that's decreased? I don't know. I th- I think that um, comedy has become less pure in a sense where you don't have to. There's no like mm-hmm. back in the eighties, right? You would do stand up, mm-hmm. and executives and agents and managers were would stay. Like you watched the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So think about it. You know the girl that wants to manage her or whatever. She saw her in a club and thought she had it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she wasn't trying to have it, but she has it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to think about it in a standpoint where that's what it was in the seventies and eighties. You do you do you do shows. Somebody will see you and they'd be like, "Oh man, we think you're funny." Put you on a showcase, right? You you, you would come up. You would, it was artist development. Mm-hmm. Now you have to be a total package before you get. That's it. right. I just got a, a I'm I just became I just got on a big time management firm last year. Wow. J- you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I'm talking mm-hmm. like they're one of the top three in the business. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just got I just got that. Like and we're talking twelve years. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, 12 years in. And also, um, I find it in L.A., you have, I mean, they're more accepting of, like, all the stuff you're talking about. So, like, where were you at in your career when you moved to L.A.? Were you passed at, like, the better clubs there? Or did you have to, like, claw your way through that, too? So, by the time I moved to L.A., it wasn't like a... Um, for, don't you got to remember, I moved to L.A. in 2011. So Twitter was just new. Okay. And it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Instagram wasn't a no, big Instagram thing. No, Instagram didn't exist. I and um, Facebook wasn't doing like videos and stuff like that. Sure. Right. And Twitter and, and and YouTube was like, ah, YouTube, mm. but whatever. Like, right. You know what I mean? That, that that was, you know, I moved to L.A. to maybe, I started writing scripts. Mm-hmm. That's really what got my foot in the door. I decided that okay. I'm because I, I moved to LA because I didn't just want to be a stand up comedian. I mm-hmm. want to be a comedian, actor, writer, all of right, that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but stand up is just home. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to write. I wanted to produce. I wanted to act. I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's where at that that's where I was at at my point of career in mm-hmm. LA. Like I, that's when I moved. Because I I just went. I was just in LA a week ago. Uh-huh. And I went to the comedy store. And, you know, knew some people there and just like went for the night to just sort of like check out yeah. the whole See, scene. And I don't hang out at clubs no more. There was and there was a there was like 40, 50 comedians yep. not on the show hanging out just outside. Hanging out. And yeah. I was like, damn, this is this is a heavy hangout game. Like, how do you even right. filter so through all this? How it works is, man, somebody got to know you. Yeah, that, that, that that's the yeah. only way. So like me, like my name, I mean, yeah, I could go up at the store whenever I want right. or not whenever I want. But like they'll give me the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Right. Uh, the improv. I'm, I'm in at the improv. Right. Um, but it's you know, but it's it's the thing is, is like I don't um, for me, I'm not that guy who has to. You know, who, I don't I don't sit around waiting for somebody to give me an opportunity. Mm. I just take my own opportunity or yeah. I create my own opportunity. Yeah. You know, so is that why you started the podcast? Because you just had this idea. And- no, my manager was like, "Man, we need you need a podcast just to keep your fans engaged every right. week." And it turned into something that I didn't know that was going to be like. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Right. How, mind you, how this was quick- a light. What you saw tonight was light. We sold out two times before this. Yeah, wow. it was in it, the last five months. Yeah, too. just so people so people know. I mean, this show tonight was packed. Yeah. There was not one empty seat 
at DC Draft House and people were into it the whole time. Right. Like, mind, this I'm, is I'm a not family. doing stand-up. I'm just talking. Yeah, right. this was just a live podcast show and it was packed. People were engaged the whole time. Right. It took Clint... 40 minutes to come back and do this podcast because so many people were asking him for photos. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, it's like lightning in a bottle. And so did that, did did the podcast start, did you know like right away? I didn't know it was going to be like this. Uh, it, it was like, I knew the, 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 my manager didn't think the title would work. He hated the title. He really? Hated What's yeah. the title for the fans? Well, no, the, no, the title is Advice for, from a Fuckboy. Ah. But he just didn't, oh, <laughs> <and> he just <laughs> didn't like the title. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't like it. He just said. But you said, "Fuck, fuck boys. you! I'm keeping right. it." Yeah. Need not apply. And then, how long did it take? Did it just go viral? Like, did it happen really quickly, or how long? Um, did it? I mean, it's still. You got to remember, it's, the, it's um, my bad. It's all right. Um, you got to. So it wasn't that it went viral. It was just like it spread fast. It mm-hmm. was like because I already had a kind of a big following before this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it just like I said, yeah, it spread really quickly. Everybody's like, oh, yo, 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 it's a new podcast. Mm-hmm. Advice from a fuckboy. Advice from a fuckboy. Advice from a fuckboy. <laughs> and it spread like wildfire. And what's your favorite part of doing the podcast? The live podcast, um, just because I like to see the audience's interaction, and they, and I like the fact they like to. Put a face to who they're talking, who they're listening to. Right. So. Right. What's the craziest advice or thing that someone said to you on on a live podcast before? Uh, oh, he was in D.C. and the girl was with two guys she was fucking in the room. Nice. Wow. Was that tonight? No, it was like ah. it was in it was it happened back in June. Wow. And she was with two of them. Did, did the all three of them come up? And and the guys were we cool all had with a conversation. It? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had yeah. to whisper. I got to pee. That's all good. Well, we'll let you pee. No, no, no. We can, yeah. can I come back or do, what do we, we pause? Where, where are we at? Let me see here. We're at 21 minutes. So, uh, do you want to finish this story first? Can you? Can yeah, you, I got you. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. Because we do many episodes. We do like between like 20 and 30 minutes. No problem. Anyway. All right. So you got these three on the stage. This two guy, uh, two so, girls. So, so here's how it all happened. We were talking. I said, "Yo, it's okay if you fucking more than one guy at at, at the same time. Like, you fuck who you want. Like, right. I'm I'm into that. Like, not in, I'm into women being liberated sexually. Like, you, there's no rules. Like, mm-hmm. right. what you want? Fuck what these dudes think. Right. So, with that being said, though, so I was like, "Is anybody here fucking two guys right now?" And this girl raised her hand. I said, "Well," and everybody started clapping for her. Right. And then she's like, "Yeah, I'm with both of them right now." And I'm like, <laughs> and it just got it got bananas, and then like, you know, she ended up wanting to fuck me. Actually, uh, all right, wow. there you go. I'm proud of those guys because like, yeah. not a lot of guys with you know a lot no. male ego. A lot of oh, time for sure, will not yeah, exactly. I would, I would not, especially allow like her, for that. like her talking about it so publicly and mm-hmm. sitting there with the other guy. Like you're like, one half motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I'm very proud of both. I'd those feel guys. like a fuck boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, nah, but uh, Clint, we want to thank you for coming oh, on. Oh man, this no, thank yeah. you guys for Fantastic. having me, man. I love Draft House, man. It's and, one of my uh, favorite places. So yeah, cool. thanks for coming. Appreciate by. that. And how can people get a hold of you now? All right, so my name is Clint Coley, C L I N T C O L E Y. Again, my name is Clint Coley, C L I N T C O L E Y. Instagram, Facebook, whatever, same thing. Fantastic. All right. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate thanks for it. Doing it. it. Thank you guys. <laughs>